Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. Today is May 25th. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. Today, we're going to talk about Boston Scientific's job creation in Ireland, an infusion pump recall from ICU Medical, and Massimo's expansion of its home monitoring platform. First, I'm going to check in with Sean. How are you doing today? What's the state of medtech? I'm doing well, and today is, uh, well, again, a mixture of good and bad, as as it was yesterday, but some cool stuff out there. So I, I'd say, as always, medtech is rolling forward. And it's interesting that we're going to talk about Ireland today, since this is going to be your second to last episode before you go on a well-deserved vacation in, in Ireland. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I, I always perk up when I see MedTech in Ireland just because of, uh, if you haven't noticed, Sean Hooley is a very Irish name. So uh, um, I, I always enjoy reporting on that. But yeah, it's uh, quite coincidental that that news came up today, but I'm very excited. We'll jump into that Ireland news in a little bit. But first, why don't you tell us what the first thing is we need to know to start our day? First thing is that our TV on got FDA approval for its perclot system and will transfer it to Baxter. So it's an interesting approval for a technology that, you know, this is something I don't think we come across too often, gets approved under another company, but quickly will be transferred over to Baxter as a result of an earlier deal. And what is perclot? Perclot is an absorbable hemostatic system designed to control bleeding in specific surgical procedures. And it uh, it requires no pre-mixing, so it can be applied to a bleeding source during surgery within seconds. And as you briefly touched on, this is kind of an interesting scenario where a device receives approval and then is immediately transferred to another company. So what is outlined in this agreement with Baxter? So Baxter is going to receive full ownership of Perclot following a sale agreement made in July of 2021, so almost two years old. Uh, RTVon will receive almost $19 million in a milestone payment under the terms of the agreement. From that amount, $4.5 million goes to RTVon's former partner, Starch Medical. And as part of the terms of the agreement, RTVon will supply Baxter with Perclot for a minimum of 21 months. That term lasts until all manufacturing operations are successfully transferred to Baxter. It sounds like this transfer to Baxter signifies a collaboration or acquisition between the two companies. So how much is RTVon anticipating to get for Perclot upon this milestone achievement? So including the amount paid upon this approval, Baxter will have paid approximately $44 million in cash to RTVon, $10.5 million of that was uh, sent to Starch Medical, as previously stated. So Artivion will potentially receive future Baxter payments, including up to $10 million based on Baxter's cumulative worldwide net sales of Perclot before the end of 2026 and 2027, with $3 million of that payable to Starch. There's also an estimated $800,000 payment upon the transfer of Artivion's Perclot manufacturing equipment after concluding the manufacturing and supply services for Baxter. Interesting. What else should we know for the day? Stryker announced the first completed cases with its brain surgery guidance platform. So just a few months after it was cleared, the new brain surgery technology is in the OR. So brain surgery guidance platforms typically utilize advanced imaging, such as MRI and CT scans to help surgeons in planning and navigating intricate brain procedures. What is the Q guidance system? Q guidance, like you said, it's an image-based planning and interoperative platform. 
It's built upon a base platform developed by Stryker, which it also offers for spinal applications. So it launched the spine version in September of last year and received FDA clearance for this cranial version just a few months ago in February. And what does it provide surgeons with? Well, it gives surgeons image-based planning capabilities and an intraoperative guidance system that supports their cranial surgeries using intraoperative guidance where a reference to a rigid anatomical structure can be identified. The system tracks the navigated instruments during the procedure and displays the position and orientation of the instruments in patient images to help the surgeon along throughout the procedure. Yeah, it sounds like these platforms aim to improve surgical precision, reduce invasiveness, and even enhance patient outcomes by providing real-time visualization and guidance during brain surgeries. That being said, how do surgeons feel about the system? Well, Dr. Melvin Field is one of the first surgeons to bring this to the OR, and he serves as the medical director for the Minimally Invasive Brain Surgery Program at Advent Health. And Stryker quoted him in their news releases saying, in his opinion, Stryker's Q-Guidance system with cranial guidance software could be the new gold standard for image-guided neurosurgical navigation due to the delicate nature of cranial procedures where outcomes may go beyond physical health, potentially altering appearance and personality. The system offers advanced planning and guidance capabilities, giving surgeons greater confidence to perform these complex surgeries. It's also worth noting that Stryker disclosed that Field is a paid consultant for the company. Just that's their disclosure in the news release and worth mentioning as well. All right. Now it looks like we have some home monitoring news to share. That's right. Massimo expanded its HEOS home monitoring platform. So we've sort of heard in spurts from Massimo that's working toward creating this whole health monitoring ecosystem in the comfort of the user's own homes. And this is clearly another step forward there. And what does this expansion cover? Well, it's a software upgrade that enables Massimo's devices and cloud solution, which altogether consists of about 4 million devices, to seamlessly integrate with HEOS-enabled devices, which include soundbars, wireless speakers, amplifiers, and receivers made by Denon, Marantz, and Definitive Technology, which those technologies came from the company's billion-dollar acquisition of Sound United. And Massimo is obviously a big player in remote monitoring and remote patient monitoring even allows healthcare providers to collect and monitor that patient data from the comfort of their homes and enhance convenience and minimize the need for frequent hospital visits. But you mentioned the Massimo ecosystem. Can you tell us a little more about that ecosystem? Yeah, Massimo combines this whole HEOS platform with its latest wearable health and wellness devices that includes the W1 health tracking watch. And the company said eventually it'll include its Stork baby monitor and Radius T continuous thermometer. It said that other select medical devices and more can also help users track health and wellness and share data. Some of that data includes pulse rate, oxygen saturation, respiration rate, hydration index, and more. So this whole ecosystem innovation wirelessly relays health data to the HEOS-enabled home device and Massimo's secure cloud, enabling storage, analysis, reporting, and transfer with a new way to connect and interact with health technologies. Interesting. How optimistic are executives at the company? Yeah, they're very optimistic. And CEO Joe Chiani said that the platform embodies the true essence of luxury in the modern era, where health and wellness take center stage. New capabilities redefine what it means to live a life centered around wellness and empower individuals to embrace self-care as an essential part of life. The company believes it's transforming users' lives with innovative technology and personalized insights. Definitely sounds like it can be particularly beneficial for patients. All right, what else do you have for us today? Well, ICU Medical recalled certain infusion pump replacement batteries. So in the past couple of years of covering a lot of drug delivery news, I've found that infusion pump recalls have been 
almost shockingly common. And here's another. So what devices and how many of those devices are involved in the recall? Yeah, it's worth noting that this doesn't affect the actual pumps themselves, but uh, the replacement batteries for the ICU medical Plum 360, Plum A+, and Plum A+, 3 infusion systems. These devices were distributed between February 2022 and December 2022, and to date, the recall has impacted almost 2,000, about 1,904 devices in the U.S. Interesting. Obviously, infusion pumps rely on batteries to power their operation and ensure accurate and controlled administration of fluid. What exactly caused this recall? ICU Medical said that it recalled the batteries because of a manufacturing defect, which substantially diminished how long the batteries can actually run the system away from AC power backup. So if the pump uses the battery power with no AC power backup available, the system may shut down an ongoing infusion and may power down sooner than expected. So the FDA notice that declared this a class one recall said that the issue could cause serious death or injury to patients due to interruption, under infusion, or delays in the delivery of critical fluids blood products and medications. Yeah, obviously the FDA and ICU Medical want to ensure patient safety and the proper functioning of infusion pumps. So what advisory did ICU Medical provide? Yeah, and it's worth saying that the FDA and ICU Medical have reported no injuries or adverse events or deaths related to this so far. So this is very much a a cautious measure more than anything, but could obviously result in some bad outcomes. But ICU Medical told users to keep the pump plugged into AC power whenever possible and ensure a full charge for the battery before disconnecting from AC power. Users should also monitor battery status once connected from AC power and have a backup pump available during all infusions with affected devices, especially infusions for critical medicines. All right. Now that leaves us with the Ireland news. That's right. So Boston Scientific is reportedly set to add 400 jobs in Ireland. And what will these new jobs be for? This is all from a report from the Irish Examiner, a newspaper out there that says Boston Scientific plans to expand manufacturing and R&D capabilities at its existing Clonmel site. Recruitment is already underway for new roles across a variety of areas. And according to London-based recruitment firm Zanopa, Boston Scientific is seeking candidates who specialize in engineering, manufacturing, supply, quality, and discovery. Now, Ireland has established itself as a prominent hub for the medical device industry. I mean, Medtronic is based there. And over the years, it's attracted major companies due to its favorable business environment, its skilled workforce, and even its strong research and development capabilities. And there's obviously a supportive ecosystem that fosters innovation in the country. Why did Boston Scientific choose Ireland? Yeah, no, it's definitely, you know, it's already been a med tech hub and it continues to grow and that that's their goal. But Boston Scientific already has a foothold in the country, having established operations there in 1994 has over 6,500 employees across locations in Galway, Cork, and the Clonmel site that it's expanding. And generally speaking, Ireland has become very attractive for, like you said, its sort of business environment, the ecosystem there, the R&D, the talent, all that. So companies like Medtronic, as you mentioned, Abbott as well, in addition to Boston Scientific, have established operations there. Uh, last fall, I was actually fortunate enough to talk with the country's foreign direct investment agency, IDA Ireland, to sort of gain an understanding of what the country offers that makes these companies want to go there. So I would recommend to anyone interested to check that article out on Mass Device. And it's, it is linked within this Boston Scientific one specifically. So it's an easy way to find it if you want to read both. 
It sounds like there's a lot of collaborative opportunities that exist within the country's thriving medical device sector. And I'm sure leaders in Ireland and Boston Scientific are excited about this news. That's right. So according to the Irish Examiner, Boston Scientific VP of Operations, Connor Russell, said that the growth in the region has been possible thanks to the company's talented workforce in Clonmel. And the team has worked to build strong manufacturing and R&D capabilities and a high performing and inclusive culture that it's proud to continue to foster over there in Ireland. And as I mentioned before, the foreign direct investment arm, IDA Ireland, its executive director, Mary Buckley, said, that Boston Scientific has transformed its activities over about 30 years. And IDA Ireland welcomes the investment in R&D and manufacturing, which will offer new opportunities and careers in County Tipperary and the region from the largest life sciences employer in Ireland in Boston Scientific. All right. Well, that's all we have for today. Once again, thank you for all of your reporting throughout the day. This is our second to last day together before you take a well-deserved break. It's only a week, but uh, yeah, I'm happy to do it. And anyone interested in learning more about these stories can read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Please connect with us online. I'm on Twitter at Danielle underscore Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H, and the same name on LinkedIn. What about you? I am on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N-W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us Friday for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.